Welcome to the Intersection Podcast at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. My name is Jasmine Howard. I'm a first year MBA student in the full-time program here and your host for The Intersection. Today we have a conversation with some of our international students in the full-time MBA program. We want to hear what it's like to come to Atlanta from somewhere else and to navigate especially the career path within the program as an international student. Let's go around the table and see who's here. Hi, I'm Melanie. I'm a first-year MBA student. I come from France, uh, where I did my undergrad over there, and I came to Atlanta first to do a master in computer science. So now I'm doing my MBA, so dual degree. And I'll be interning at LinkedIn uh, in California this summer as program manager. Great. Thanks for being here, Melanie. Thank you. Uh, Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Yash. I come from India, and I did my undergrad, and then I was working with Mitsubishi for three years. Uh, I came to U.S. and Atlanta for the first time just for the program in August, and uh, I'll be interning with uh, Deloitte this summer in their strategy and operation practice. Great. Thanks, Yash. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Ali Reza. Uh, I'm Iranian. I came to United States seven years ago, went to New Mexico State University, got my master's in electrical engineering, and then five years ago came here to Georgia Tech studying my PhD in computer science and since last fall dual degree with uh, MBA. Awesome. Thanks for being here, everybody. So just to get started, you know, sometimes we end with this, but for you guys, I want to start with it. It's the why Scheller question. So what about Scheller College attracted you um, and made you want to join the MBA program? And for some of you, obviously, that has that connection to your other degree program. So feel free to talk about the strengths in those areas as well. Melanie? Yeah, I can start. Uh, So I was obviously first uh, in the College of Computing here, and I realized that only coding and computer science itself was not the path I wanted to go for my career. And instead of just going to the industry first and coming back to do my MBA, when I realized that an MBA was the only way to go for me to get my dream job, I looked around and I saw that we had an amazing dual degree program here at Georgia Tech. So in terms of a dual degree student, I can do only three semesters instead of four, and I can still teach in the College of Computing. And then I toured, Uh, I did the interview process with Scheller, and when I met the people and the MBA students, I was like, these people are really amazing, they have a passion, they're all here to get their dream job, and everyone here is going to be on board for me, helping me get the dream job that I want, so this is why I came here to Scheller. And you did, so far. So far, so good on the internship (laughs) front. Yeah. Yash, what about you? Sure. Uh, So... Like Melanie, a lot of second years helped me a lot towards knowing Shella because I was in India, so I didn't get a chance to personally meet them. But I guess, uh, you know, one thing which I put, uh, personally like was the smaller program which, you know, have this collaboration and very comfortable feeling. Uh, everyone is very collaborative. No one is really competing with each other. The other things are, as Melanie mentioned, you know, Atlanta and especially Tech Square is the new hub for uh, all these uh, new startup and incubators, which really attracted me. This is the kind of space which, uh, you know, next five years will be the boom and will be the next big thing. So all these things and then uh, Scheller's uh, pr- uh, proneness in consulting, which was kind of my uh, core area of interest, uh, were kind of other factor which uh, attracted me to Scheller. Awesome. Ali? Uh, well, for me, the question was whether I want to do MBA with my PhD or not. And um, I, I could also like wait until I graduate, go to work, and then do my MBA after a few years. Um, but I really um, didn't uh, have that problem about decision about Schiller because Schiller was all like Georgia Tech brand on it. And for me, Georgia Tech is very associated to like high standard 
best education that you can get. I just, uh, I've been here for like four years, uh, five years now. Like I just love Georgia Tech. That's that's about Georgia Tech. And um, when I, I was doing um, um, uh, two internships uh, to for my CS program in Silicon Valley, I talked to a lot of people first starting with whether I should do MBA. And um, during that research and contemplation, I realized, well, most of people here in Silicon Valley are not that much unfamiliar to GT brand. And when, when I came back, I also talked to a lot of people at Scheller, and I realized, well, it is probably the best thing that I can do for my life yeah. at this point. And yeah. pair those pair those hard research skills with exactly with the business acumen to be able to yeah, speak to it. Yeah, sure. awesome. So I would love to know, as someone who grew up two hours north of Atlanta and has always known about Atlanta and how it's changed over the past um, thirty years, basically of my life, how how did you all evaluate the city as a fit, and then how did kind of you do your investigation from afar that this is a, a place you might want to be? I'll start with Melanie again. Yeah, I can start. So for me, it might be different because I was in Paris before coming to Atlanta. So when I arrived here, Atlanta was kind of a small city. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, everyone is in a car. This is weird. I'm not used to this. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a big change. But Atlanta is still a big city. There's a lot of things happening, um, a lot of things for students also, a lot of events. Uh, we had the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. so. It feels like it's the best place for me to experience also what is America. It's not like I would be in New York. New York would be too close from home, Like New York's its own thing, too. Yeah, it's its own thing. And so I came to Atlanta for Georgia Tech, so I did not realize first, oh, I'm going to a new city. How do I evaluate it? But I can still walk in Atlanta. It's not that far. I'm six hours away from Paris because we have a great airport, so... All in one, Atlanta has been a good choice and a way better city than I would expect when I arrived. Oh, we're gonna just sell that clip to the the visitors bureau. That's great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna switch gears. Go to Ali. Um, well, I'm, I might be actually kind of biased. I love Atlanta. Just <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons that I did the MBA was like, if I don't want to be in Silicon Valley, I want to be in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so. I come from a country which is pretty homogeneous, like Iran. Probably the percentage of foreign nationals in Iran is less than 0.1%. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came here to U.S., first I went to New Mexico. Um, not very multicultural. Uh, and I also come from Tehran, which is... Uh, basically New York side. I actually yeah. checked the population last week because I was talking about New York to someone and it's exactly the same population as New York. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, um, 8.6 million. Hmm. Um, and it's not that as dirty as New York, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but but anyway, I went to New Mexico and it was a culture shock for me because it was very small. And when I came to Atlanta, um, I just loved it. I was like, this is the best place that I can be. <laughs> yeah. um, like last week I was t- uh, talking to one of my Brazilian friends and I was telling her that I probably have like 17 nationality friends. It, mm-hmm. it just feels so cool. <laughs> um, so I, I love that about Atlanta. It's just so multicultural Yeah. compared to, I think, any else, anywhere else that I could be. Yeah, I always describe it as, you know, I moved here from... Columbus, Ohio, which is a large city, but it's certainly not necessarily, a, it doesn't feel like a global city, yeah. and Atlanta does. And I think that helps 
to Melanie's point about the airport and yeah, the the diversity of different people that come to this the city for work or for whatever reason, and then it's always something going on. Yash, what about you? How'd you kind of learn from afar? So, uh, unlike others, I didn't evaluate Atlanta at all before coming mm-hmm. here. I, I guess we Indians like a bit of surprise element. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, the place I was working in India was very close to Mumbai, which is, uh, so Mumbai we relate to New York a lot. Mm-hmm. But this place called Pune was like, you know, not big, big city, but still big enough to, you know, accommodate everyone. Uh, but when I, when I came to Atlanta, it was something like that. You, you know, there were people were nicer. It, it wasn't that big. Uh, uh, everyone was very humble to each other. So I guess, you know, when I came here, I learned more about the Southern culture. So I guess uh, overall, I love the city until I went to the West Coast. Uh, San Francisco, <laughs> but I still love Atlanta. I guess uh, you know, uh, you you all made it uh, like uh, maybe a second home for me. So it's we're, uh, s- we're still working on y'all. S- you saying y'all? Is y'all. That what I, heard? <laughs> <laughs> I am really practicing on it. <laughs> but uh, overall, yeah, it's it's been a great, uh, I guess, eight months till now. Yeah, great. Um, I'm gonna go back, still kind of in that same realm of before you got here when you're considering your options. Tell me about navigating the MBA application process, and I know that'll be kind of different for Yash compared to the two of you that were already here, but what are some things that international students should be aware of are kind of, not necessarily complications, but just challenges to be aware of in the process, um, and what are your kind of, what's your advice for sure. for getting through and succeeding in getting the school you want, which is ideally Scheller? Okay, Yash? I can, I can yeah. start. Uh, so I guess uh, it varies. Uh, to, uh, from country to country, but I guess I can give India's perspective, which is also like China and other countries. Mm-hmm. So one thing is, uh, especially these big countries, we only look towards you know the rankings of the schools. And I guess after coming here, after spending one year in the program, I guess uh, that's not the best way to do because you know the more insights I got was from talking to people, you know, interacting with the faculty or uh, interacting with some of the academic staff, and that really helped me uh, to you know navigate and see that fine, this is the right fit, this is the right school for me. Um, so I guess that is one advice which I would like to give all the prospect students that, you know, just don't see the rankings. Uh, see how, if you are a real fit uh, to this school, to this culture, because every school brings in their own culture. And if you can, you know, fit into that, it really makes a lot of difference. It did make a lot of difference for me. As I said, I didn't evaluate or didn't research a hell lot on Shello. Uh, but, uh, you know, after coming here because of the smaller program and because of uh, all these uh, collaboration, uh, I guess uh, I've been able to uh, navigate much better than I would have in some other schools. Yeah, that's good advice. Melanie? Yeah, I think there are some practical advices that I can give. Uh, when I first arrived in France, it's not very common to ask for a letter of recommendations or to have your boss give a recommendation for you and they don't speak English really well at well as well in France so I would say give yourself some time and ask for people's recommendation letter uh, in advance tell them that you can help them with the English if they need to but really give yourself some time and it's also really hard in France to get time slot to get your GRE or your GMAT going on so really prepare at least a year in advance so that would be my yeah, main advice. Yeah, good feedback. Ali, anything to add on the PhD front? Because I know we do, as Georgia Tech, a major kind of, uh, excuse me, institute with a huge history in the STEM field. We do have a, a decent amount of dual degrees that are both in master's and PhD programs. What should they know if they want to pursue that dual degree? Um, um, 
So it also goes back to the application part. Like um, I have applied for school uh, three times, two times like my master's, PhD, mm-hmm. and then MBA. Um, it was just so amazing that the writing the statement of purpose in first two times took me two weeks. And um, <laughs> this time for MBA, it took me like half a day. <laughs> I think this time I had a purpose, <laughs> um, which is actually the reason. Like the, um, I think it's more of a general advice on MBA. MBA is kind of different from other uh, degrees. Um, it's not preparing you for one single job function. Mm-hmm. It gives you a set of skills, and you need to be in that place in your life that you feel that you need those skills so you know what you want to focus more because if you look at the core courses of MBA there are a broad spectrum of things it really depends on you what you want to study Um, and I feel that this time I was like exactly on the point in my life that I knew what I want to learn uh, why I need to do this and I think that's the most important part to me before applying for something, especially yeah. like a school and this two-year commitment to uh, to take classes. And uh, sometimes it's not very easy, yeah. <laughs> especially for a dual degree. It's uh, like I, I, I call MBA my uh, day job <laughs> <laughs> because like at night I always do the, like research and like probably like many hours at night. Yeah, y'all are back and forth across yeah, campus a lot. Yeah. So so it really helps you when you have the purpose. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great advice, no matter where you're coming from, to Georgia Tech or to any MBA program, is that you want to know what you want out of it yeah. um, to get the most out of it. So, you know, in that application process, any school is going to be looking for you to be able to eloquently kind of speak to your goals. And if those goals change, that's fine. You know, we all... I don't know, it's probably, what, 95% of our class that is deviating from what they wrote in their essay. (laughs) But you still need to have an idea of where you might want to go so that you can prove that you can get there and you have the work ethic to get there as well. So, yeah, I think that that speaks to everybody. It's good universal advice. Um, So now, thinking back, you're through the application process. You're now here at Georgia Tech. Tell me about those first few weeks in class and maybe either some, whether it's classroom etiquette, cultural differences, like navigating Atlanta, what are things that really surprised you? Um, or how did you help acclimate, help yourself and help others acclimate quickly? And this can go to anybody. Yeah, that was really different because I come from across campus in the College of Computing where mm-hmm. you can go an So entire- your cultural difference is just across yeah. the interstate, the connection? Yeah, across the interstate. <laughs> like in the College of Computing, you can go an entire day even if you have class from eight to eight without talking to anyone. In the MBA program, that's not how it works. Like you're, <laughs> We are always interacting with everyone. And I think I was drained during orientations. During the first two weeks, I was like really drained because I was talking to people all day and then the first classes started and I realized that oh in the US people participate all the time and they're not afraid of challenging the professor or telling just their opinion on the subject which I was like whoa we never do that in France so I was re- I had a hard time raising my hands in mm-hmm. class because I was like what I whatever I'm gonna have to say is not really relevant or I don't want to share just my experience that's not that's not how I was raised yeah but I think after a few months you know like I also have interesting things to say, so it will grow on you after a couple weeks, mm-hmm. but that was really difficult for me in the first few weeks of classes. Yeah. Anybody else? 
Yeah, I, I think uh, that's that's great tip. Uh, we everyone uh, is coming from a different country and they will have their different culture. You know, for me specifically, I would say that uh, fine. You'll take a couple of weeks or maybe a month to accommodate, but uh, uh, start learning that because uh, you're in a different culture. Uh, so you know these small things can really make a difference. For example, uh, when I came here, one one time I was in the elevator and I stepped uh, before before a lady, and then our courier services <laughs> head uh, was like, "We don't do this in uh, sudden." Uh, but that's kind of a you know uh, it's not your fault because you're from a totally different culture or a country. Uh, but I would say you know start picking up these things early on so that uh, you know if you are planning a long term in the school even in this country uh, these etiquettes will definitely help you in uh, in long term and i would say you know everyone have a personality uh, because how you are born and brought up don't lose that have that mm-hmm. self identity in built in yourself you know if, if you're from france from india china iran anywhere else but uh, you know start learning these things uh, which will help you going in long term yeah um, anything to add well i i think my my experience is mostly what melanie said mm-hmm. it's like uh, in computer science we don't talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i i still sometimes hesitate to raise my hand and say uh like what i think uh especially in legal class <laughs> <laughs> um but it's also the most amazing part of this experience for me like get, like getting that culture that you can just raise your hand say whatever you want and like challenge people and also um it, it, sometimes also it's very amazing to see that uh especially again in legal you, you see <laughs> that like there are topics that are very sensitive mm-hmm. and you see how um the conversation is um very peaceful <laughs> and how people get convinced uh, or like how they have like a dialogue with each other mm-hmm. and i in general again i think that that's a great thing to incorporate in our um like day-to-day life absolutely yeah, yeah. i think our small class size um helps helps facilitate that because we're comfortable exactly. because we know each other so well in that first maybe overwhelming two weeks of orientation but uh <laughs> and i was drained too and i'm pretty yeah. extroverted um but it's a good time you just get in there and meet everybody and talk but by the time you do reach the legal and ethics class that you're comfortable being vulnerable with mm-hmm. each other which i think is important in the MBA program and then beyond like i think emphasizing and making people feel okay being vulnerable is important so that you can raise your hand and you can ask questions before you know a project here or later on the road like a big initiative within a company goes too far down the road when you need to hear from the quieter people in the room that maybe right. it's not the way to go yeah i know i've been really pleased um Ali, specifically, I love, we had BizCom together, so I got mm-hmm. to learn more about your background in your uh, PhD program, and it's been really fun to hear you contribute for, like, Info Resources, which is our IT class, and yeah. some of the others where I'm like, oh, he knows more than everyone in this room about this topic. <laughs> um, so everyone has something to bring to the table, yeah. I think. You know, to Yasha's point, no matter where you're coming from, don't lose yourself. Like, yeah. be mindful, but don't, don't lose yourself in the process because you have so much to offer. So last kind of big question about... Um, navigating it's gonna be navigating the job search mm-hmm. so I know a lot of I know I was kind of taking not 
or just didn't realize how difficult navigating, especially uh, work visa processes can be, and especially for internships, what companies are willing to sponsor another student, um, and then what that might lead to for full-time. So tell me about internship search or other kind of research placement searches and you know more advice for prospective students that they should know even before getting into an MBA program to be aware of. I think when you start, if you're an MBA student coming from abroad, you should be aware that you're not going to be able to apply to as many jobs as your American mm-hmm. counterparts. But it's it's okay. Like I mean, yesterday we celebrated the fact that all the international students in our class got an internship placement for the summer. So that's Yay. a big achievement. Yeah. Yeah. So we got it. But yeah, it's going to be hard, and you have to be really sure about what you want and tell the companies that, yeah, I... I'm the good fit for it, and the fact that I'm international doesn't have anything to do with my capacity to do the work. Just be prepared to having maybe to fight a little bit more. And in terms of visa processing, for the internships, it's pretty easy Mm because you don't need another visa for internships. Even companies that don't recruit international students later in the process can recruit you for internships because it's on your student You're still on your student, okay. Yeah, but companies then later, if you're looking for a full-time job, you'll have to go through this wonderful H-1B (laughs) visa, (laughs) which can be a little bit tricky, but companies usually will say, we're going to sponsor or we're not going to sponsor. But just be clear that if you're coming for an MBA only, it's going to be one year. You have one year of work visa when you finish your MBA. If you're coming from a STEM degree like Ali and I, you're going to have three years. Mm. So it can also impact. Be careful that you have one year in order to get sponsored after you you get you finish your yeah. MBA. So you got to hustle, but then you also have to say that I'm worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone is worth it. Yeah. And I feel like also it's a great opportunity for companies. I love the fact that if you can mix different cultures, mm-hmm. You have more points of view, and we're all raised differently. We all have different views, and we can bring better ideas yeah, together absolutely. on the table. So um, to add to that, um, so we have a great career services here. Um, they will help you a lot with being more, um, well, like targeting better companies that we know that they sponsor. Um, they have the record of all of these companies like consulting companies or tech companies in general uh, mm-hmm. hire international students much better uh, between those uh, some of them do even more yeah. so career services can help you to navigate through uh, all of these companies and show you where you can apply and how um, you can well, kind of help with the to the company mm-hmm. to to uh, navigate through the visa process. Uh, so, um, so you're you're not alone. You've got you, you, your exactly, coach. exactly. Yeah. You you have some people who have the historic mm-hmm. data to help you with with uh, finding uh, your dream job. Yeah, yeah. I guess Melanie and Ali nailed the points very precisely and very clearly. <laughs> Just to add, uh, as someone who's who works in career services as a GRA. I would again vouch for them that uh, you know everyone there is great. We also have a much better ratio than compared to other schools uh, because of the smaller program. So you get that personal attention, you get that you know uh, person personal thing uh, when you're down or when you want to prepare for something. Uh, in addition, yeah, I would just say uh, be prepared. Uh, it's not it you might you know before coming to the program that you know think you might have to put some extra work, but don't after coming here don't cry about it uh, <laughs> uh, as Melanie said we 
all of our international got placed, which is a big achievement. Uh, I was talking to some of my other pe- uh, counterparts that some great schools uh, in top 15, uh, they are still able, they are still on 50% or 60%. And mm-hmm. I don't want to name any schools, but you know, <laughs> uh, so this is a great time to be here. Uh, and another thing is, I guess, uh, all of us, uh, except one or two, are going in different companies. Yeah. Uh, so, which is also getting the diversity and also bringing these companies to our campus. So overall, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good time to be here, and uh, there are challenges, but then be prepared to take it. Yeah, and we lo- we love our challenges here at Georgia Tech anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so on that note, just to wrap us up, you know, Georgia Tech has embraced the idea of creating the next and kind of pushing for innovation in the space. So our new thing here at the intersection is um, just asking whatever what is everyone creating next. So today, this weekend, this summer, like what's something that you're excited to create? I know I'll get started to give you time to think. Um, I am also kind of a GRA supporting career services as a client, so I'm on the marketing team. And something I'm working on right now is polishing up our employment report so that everyone listening and everyone, uh, prospective students and employers, can have kind of that nice overview of the success stories of our students. Um, And then the students can have an overview of all these great employers that you guys have talked about today. So I'm excited to get that finished up this week and published for everyone to read. Exciting. Melanie, what are you making? I'm making a travel plan for the summer because I'm going to be on the West Coast for the first time. So I'm planning on traveling a lot and discovering Portland, Seattle, Vancouver. I'm planning to go to L.A., Hawaii if I can. So I'm creating my travel plan for the summer. That's my goal for now. Love it. Yash? Uh, Yeah, I feel like crying when you say travel because I was supposed to go to India and uh, two days uh, after this but I'm not sure if I'm able to because the airline I was going to is shut down so yeah <laughs> anyway uh, to Jasmine's question I guess uh, so that's a difficult one uh, so I also work in GBC which is the our graduate uh, student body so a few things what we are trying to create is uh, trying to create a more evo- immersive program by bringing uh, our alumni uh, into the program because I guess uh, that's a big advantage if we can get that and uh, kind of leveraging our evening program mm-hmm. uh, to create that, uh, we, we call our program as one MBA, but you know, having more interactions with them, having more uh, support from them. Uh, so these are kind of two initiatives what we are taking. Awesome. Um, well, the first thing that I'm gonna make is I'm making paneer tikka masala tonight with a friend. <laughs> are with we the help of an Indian are we friend? Invited. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be my first time, so I don't think that you want to be That's invited. <laughs> yeah, welcome to like the third bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but um, also uh, doing my dissertation this summer, and hopefully graduating in September from my PhD. Ooh. So, yeah, that, that's what I meant. That's a big, big thing to create. It's <laughs> yeah. a big to do. We wish you luck. Thank well, you. thank you all again for joining us today. Um, I'm sure this will be very helpful for our prospective international students and really others because a lot of the advice you had was, again, universal. So that does it for this episode of The Intersection. We'll see you all next time.